Welcome back, everyone, to uh, the Arrow Panel, the podcast where we talk about dance games like Dance Dance Revolution, In the Groove, Pump It Up, and uh, those are basically the only three we ever really mention. Um, and today dance- we're not talking about DDR at all. What'd you say, Dalton? Uh, I was just going to say Dance Rush. Yeah, Dance Rush. That that exists. Um, para Para Paradise. <laughs> No? Memories. No one? one? (laughs) Today, we're talking about a uh, a project that we have been working on for the past four months. And that project is called Club Fantastic Synthetic Dance 2020. And we're really excited to talk about this project today because I think everyone involved has put a ton of effort into making something really good for the dance game community. The idea behind it, basically, is... A free package of in the groove content, basically like competitive step mania content that you can play uh, for free. That's not copyrighted. It's completely legally unencumbered. All the songs are original. The art is completely original. The steps are written by, uh, you know, really popular step artists in the ITG community. So we've got a lot of really good stuff. And you can just go to our website at clubfantastic.dance and download it. And it even comes with Step Mania if you want it. So you can just basically instantly have some like really good songs, some really good steps with a built-in Step Mania. And if you haven't been playing ITG at home, if you haven't been playing dance games at home, this is a really great way to, to, to get started. And that's basically the... The overall view of it. Um, so, so we're we're done then, right? I can go. Yeah, I think we're done with the episode. Just All go right. to clubfantastic.dance, download it, and we'll see you later. All right. <laughs> no, um, no. I mean, this is a, a really, really great project. I've kind of been following along with it. I haven't been super involved myself just because of driving across the country and back twice. Um, that but, seemed fun. Yeah, yeah was good. it seemed like you're having a great time. <laughs> got, got, got to see a lot of the country. So I went from San Francisco to Nashville and then Nashville to Seattle. So I'm in Seattle now. Back on the West Coast feels good. Um, but anyway, so, but, you know, I've kind of been keeping up with it and I, I test played the files and things, but uh, didn't contribute any content myself. So it, it's just been um, sort of interesting to watch it really come together and like take shape. Um, and just the whole concept, like you were saying, Roger, of like putting this package together that is legally unencumbered, as as you put it, yeah, um, is is like a really, it's like a, it's kind of a new new thing, um, as far as like the ITG customs community goes, um, just because for so long people have just kind of used whatever songs and whatever, like grab art from Deviant Art, which is or you know Google image search and things like that that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that's great. Honestly, like there's I think the most magical thing about the ITG scene since customs first came out and since, you know, basically since Step Mania first came out was that people listened to a song that they liked and then they could write steps for it. And, you know, I think the, the one of the coolest parts about dance games and music games and Step Mania specifically is that like the parts that go into making a particular like song or or a particular piece of content 
are like very obvious so that when you look in the folder for a song, you can see, oh, there's a step file in there. There's a background image and there's an MP3. And you can, in your head, you can say, oh, well, I can make at least one of these or get it from somewhere. And then you put them together and you basically just have like kind of like a little like video game that you just made. And that is like kind of, I think that's always been like a really attractive thing uh, about Stepmania. And like sort of the whole idea of playing dance games at home is like the only thing people play now is Stepmania. There's no DDR home versions. There's no like really home anything except for Stepmaniacs, which is, you know, it's awesome, but you have to pay a lot of money for it. And you like, if you don't have an entire step maniacs dedicated machine, then you don't get that stuff. So people play at home, they're playing step mania. And at the beginning of the year, when we, uh, you know, got basically quarantined and we couldn't go outside, people started playing at home, um, and posting home scores on ITG, like all the time. And I noticed that people, for some reason, in around March or April really started to get into playing the official ITG songs from like when ITG one and two first came out in like 2005 or whatever. And I think it's because everyone was so used to playing DDR, which has this standardized song list that everyone can, you know, compare their scores on. And then all of a sudden they couldn't go to the arcade. So they had to play something that, they they wanted to show off their scores, but they wanted everyone else to know what they were. So the most obvious thing to do there is to play the ITG officials. And I think people just did this like organically without like necessarily even knowing what was going on. But I at least in my in my case, like I, I kind of got into it, too. I was like, oh, yeah, I got a quad, a bunch of these officials. And it just like after a while, I was like, why is everyone doing this? Like, there's got to be a reason. And I think that's why. Like, everyone was just, they kind of, like, wanted something to to center, to, like, focus on, like, collectively. Yeah, you, and, you, have, you have the same, like, frame of reference for it. At least people who played them at the time. I mean, it was kind of funny to watch people who had gotten into the game since then, who had, like, are good players but have never played officials. Um, yeah. <laughs> going back and playing them and be like, what is this? Yeah, a lot of them are really crazy, even now. Um and a few other things happened that kind of like motivated uh, the idea of the project. Like Chris Chike was, he was going for, you know, quads on every song, even Vertex Squared and Euphoria. And Chris quadded Euphoria, which is one of the hardest songs. <laughs> I still can't believe that. <laughs> yeah. One of the hardest songs in ITG. And his video, his video for Euphoria, his Euphoria quad got Content ID'd on YouTube because Kyle Ward had submitted um, basically Euphoria to CD Baby, which is um, a really old internet company that manufactured CDs for people when, when they were doing indie electronic music. So I guess CD Baby just has this huge catalog of stuff and they just put it into the content ID system on YouTube. And then people would just get flagged for playing Euphoria. Uh, which is, like, not, like, a commercial song, but it just, like, accidentally happened that way. And I think that this 
this scene, like, it's really, with DDR, it's pretty easy to to stream stuff and not worry about, like, getting content ID'd on YouTube or whatever, because... It, it, unless it happens to be the, like, handful of, you know, uh, licenses, like, you know, Marshmallow or Ariana Grande or right. something. Yeah. Um, but most of the music for DDR is made for DDR. And the same thing goes for other music games. And so they don't necessarily have that problem. I think that, like, if people are going to be playing at home a lot more and there's going to be a competitive scene, I think this is a really important thing to do. And having some music, which we can be pretty sure that isn't going to cause problems for, you know, people to upload their scores on YouTube or to stream on Twitch... Um, I think that's going to go a long way toward bringing ITG and the the competitive Stepmania community toward like the esports scene. That I think we made a lot of progress over the past few years with DDR, and I think that this is, in 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 my opinion at least, a, a pretty worthwhile step for for that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, especially you know, streaming on Twitch. There's been so much talk of like you know, copyright flags and stuff, especially with music. People are like, how are we going to be able to stream music games? Like if we keep getting flagged for all this stuff that, you know, this has been ramping up for months and months now, and it's probably not going to get any better. Um, yeah, exactly. And so, you know, having, having these like original songs um, that, you know, we can pretty much be sure of <laughs> that, you know, aren't going to get flagged is, is a really important thing. And I, I think it just kind of makes people feel you know, probably feel like a little bit safer, um, yeah. you know, streaming on Twitch. Um, granted, you know, at this point it's, it's what, four, 14 songs. Yeah. So there's, that's, you know, that's one thing to talk about. I think that, you know, before we start talking about the song specifically and, you know, like the details of the project, I think one thing that we want, we want to say first off is that we plan to continue like the, our first release, which we were calling Club Fantastic Synthetic Dance 2020, uh, we, we've been referring to that as season one. And we're doing that specifically because we want people to think about a season two, which we're going to be doing earlier in or early in 2021. And hopefully there we'll, you know, have another round of songs, probably the same count around 15 uh, that people can play. And. 30 songs isn't going to be enough to, you know, sustain an entire community on. But I think that it could sort of, it could go a long way to at least, you could probably have a tournament on 30 songs if you really wanted to. Uh, it wouldn't necessarily be ideal, but it would be possible. And there's tons of, there's there's some existing songs which are which don't have copyright problems, like... Uh, stuff from video game music artists which like don't necessarily care that much so i think that there we could probably as a community come together and with the club fantastic stuff and with like close curation of of a song list come up with a pretty safe list of stuff that you could actually play and not have to worry about um but i uh yeah that's that's the general idea if you have any other questions dalton I, that would help me kind of come up with something to say. <laughs> no, I mean, I, there's there's a lot to cover. I mean, I guess, um, like, how did you go about, like, I guess we'll call you the executive producer of Club Fantastic. 
um how did you go about like recruiting people you know the the artists both music and you know backgrounds and stuff and and the step chart and you know all all the you know moving pieces um, yeah, I mean, so, we, I mean, I guess we should mention that we we do have a, another guest on the line here, uh, yeah, Dylan. Um, we we should we should definitely say uh, that Dylan James, we're really glad to have you on the show today. Um, Dylan is a good friend of mine. We met, you know, like six six or seven years ago on Twitter, basically because we were both um, big fans of Porter Robinson and making music on FL Studio. And uh, Dylan was the first person I talked to about Club Fantastic. And if you want to chime in, Dylan, feel free to do that. Um, I was going to say, is that my chime to come in? Yeah. Or Hey, <laughs> yeah, no, I was uh, Roger brought up the idea to me and I was in love with it immediately. So I was definitely I think I was one of the early people you talked to. But uh, just as far as like the network of, you know, producer friends you have, um, it seemed like just an obvious, you know, like it just seemed like an obvious thing when, you know, we have this, uh, like compo, you know, we run every week, all of our friends that we talk to, like on a weekly basis, just making music, uh, mostly just for fun and just, you know, the sake of learning. It just seemed like, you know, seemed like it went together. And a lot of us are also like rhythm gamers. So what, yes. what's, what's your rhythm game background, uh, Dylan? So I actually was big into guitar hero and rock band, uh, when I was in high school, mostly, uh, I was on score here a lot and I did a lot of the, uh, vocals and drums on rock band and i was even sponsored at one point by team cena this is all oh. like 10 years ago at some point so wow but um that's crazy I I didn't know that. yeah i uh slowly fell out of it um obviously got out of high school uh had to get like a job you know Ugh. money uh. <laughs> but uh yeah um i slowly transitioned to other things and then around 2014 um like along the same time as roger i got really into happy hardcore and music production you know Porter Robinson Worlds kind of inspired a lot of my stuff around that point. And uh, here I am, just still learning and making music. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I wanted to have Dylan on here specifically because he made two songs for the project. Can't You Bounce, which was the first uh, completed song for Club Fantastic. And Bossy, which is like a K-pop banger that he somehow like willed into existence over the course so of like two good. days both of those yeah that was a joke <laughs> i'm not even lying when you look at the production notes and you're just like hey i found this k-pop slice pack isn't this neat dude and you like yeah. mess me again it's like it would be really cool if we did a k-pop song here's that splice pack <laughs> yeah so and it worked um, i mean it, 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 it sounds exactly like a k-pop song like it's it's incredible I had like um, one failed attempt when we first started uh, writing it. Uh, I was in like a stream and it was like 15 minutes in. I'm like, oh, this sounds terrible. I can't do this. So I just dove to something else. But uh, it was, yeah, it, I mean, it turned out really, really amazing. And I think like one thing that I want to emphasize here is that like almost all the music in this is like commercial quality. I would say I would say all of it is basically as good as, you know, at least as good as a music game. And I think that, like, that was kind of one of the goals was to kind of maximize the production value as much as we could. Like, and for for me, at least, and I think this the same thing was true for Dylan, where, you know, I, I have I made two songs for this project, uh, one of them, which was an, a, a project uh, 
that I had been working on for like a couple of years, actually, just kind of. Melody Mountain had to have been that old uh, compo track you did, right? Yeah, I, so I, I wrote a sketch in 2016 and yeah, it turned God. into a song that we released in this pack. And uh, that was the first song I ever finished ever in my life, basically. <laughs> and uh, having like a goal to where we're like, OK, we're making a video game, basically. And this has to be done at some point. So for some reason, it never occurred to me that I should finish a, a song. <laughs> and I think Dylan is kind of, was kind of in the same boat where yeah, like much. we had both been working for years and years on, you know, learning to make like professional quality music, but we had never like actually sat down and been like, okay, it's time to, to put something out. And I'm like really happy that like at, that this was a great forcing function for Dylan to get his music out, which I I just have to say, like both of the songs that you did are just like, they're so good. And I, I feel a little bit more lukewarm on them, but uh, yeah, I was really happy with how they both turned out uh, given the circumstance. Yeah. And just I, awesome. Um, so, I mean, how many, I guess, how many different musical artists in there? Cause you, Roger did two, Dylan did two, um, Omneb did two. Yeah, so that's... Uh, oh, Omneb did, uh, like, five. <laughs> <laughs> he did, like, five songs. There's, uh, there was uh, Horsepower and Six Million. Isn't yeah, that yeah. it? And he um, did, um... Oh, oh, I don't know if I should say that. I don't want to promise anything, but, uh... Te yeah, teaser. Um, yeah. Se season two teaser. Um, which, oh, maybe we could hype that up later. Yeah, we should. <laughs> we should. Um, good marketing. So we got 14 um, songs and minus six is eight. Eight. Yeah. So there's, uh, you know, I guess that's 10 artists total. And the process bit was basically like once, once I talked to Dylan about doing it and he was on board, I was like, okay, there's probably like a concept here. And so I wrote this Google doc where I like really tried to like make it sound as like serious as possible and whenever i would approach one of my friends who uh you know knew how to make music i kind of like led with this like pitch of like okay like this is like a really serious thing even though like it was just made up, made up out of thin air basically i and, mean ev everything is made up out of thin air yeah, I mean, true in the group <laughs> in the group was made up out of thin air like yeah and i Definitely. I, I think that, like, the response that I got from pretty much everybody that I talked to was like, yeah, this sounds like a great idea. Um, and I, one of the things that I mentioned to people when I was like, hey, would you want to make a song? If you want to make a song, maybe you could use a project that you already have, but you never released. Or... Uh, you know, like, you could operate under an alias so that, like, you could make something that you wouldn't normalize normally make or make something that like might not be super up to your like ultimate like standard of like i'm going to release this on spotify and make a billion dollars kind of thing <laughs> which like you know i would say that the music in in club fantastic is is like really good uh and i don't think it's very far away from being uh you know put on like a streaming service for people to listen to. I mean, but can I, you can you just upload the 
like yeah, we create, could. create an album on Spotify. I mean, we, they are bangers. You could just definitely could do that. Um, but I think that one thing that music games have always had is that the the perception is that the music is not as serious or is not as like um, it's not as like I, I don't want to say good, but it's like it's it, like it, one it, like little tick below. It has like a purpose to it. It's not yeah. music made for music's sake, really. Like it's it's music with a, a goal in mind. Like it has a function to it beyond just pure art. Yeah. So so like maybe you have to sacrifice a little. Like normally you I don't know I don't make music, but like normally you might have a certain structure of a song or you know use certain rhythms or whatever. That like okay, that wouldn't lend itself very well to making steps for. So I'm not gonna do that. Like if you have oh this somebody's gonna need to make steps to this, you condense down the structure of the song to two minutes for one thing. Yeah. Um, and and you know you make it have fun rhythms and stuff. You know. So I I think that that does play a little bit into it if you're yeah. ma- making things with that in mind. And I I think that with that was that was a lot for me to learn honestly like when making this the songs that I made because the first one that I finished Melody Mountain for this project has some parts in it that are like pretty quiet and I think that when you're making like EDM or music to that you would play like that you would listen to like you want to have like a big dynamic range where some parts are quiet and some parts are loud but in a music game like every part has to be audible so you can put a step there or a note there and like that's something I didn't even really realize until Ash brought it up. Uh, was like, oh yeah, like you can't fade instruments in basically because mm-hmm. if you do that, then like the beginning of them, just you won't be able to put a note there. If uh, only I heard that the first before I wrote that entire intro. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, because the moment he said that, he's like, yeah, fading instruments are kind of hard. I'm like, oh man. Yeah, and I, I, I realized realize that's like either. half the song. And I've been no, playing music sense. games for 20 years, so I, I, it's, it's, it was definitely a learning process. But to yeah. get back to, to what I was saying earlier, yeah, everyone seemed pretty on board. Um, and I, I think that Dylan and I are like really lucky to, to know a lot of like really high, highly skilled musicians, and we're also lucky to live in 2020 when making music on your own is completely possible. Like. Back in the day, I think that, you know, like in the ITG days, it was like just starting to be possible to do that. Um, But I think Kyle already had quite a lot of equipment. Kyle Ward, I think he already had quite a lot of equipment and stuff. So he was already like in the tier where, you know, he was an adult with music stuff that he could use to make stuff. And it wasn't quite as easy as it is now where. You just, just need a laptop. Yeah, you download FL Studio on your laptop and you're good to go. Um, yeah, oh yeah. Um, especially uh, the time that I spent working on uh, Guess Can't You Bounce and the uh, other two projects I was working on, I was in the process of moving apartments and moving uh, from Philadelphia to Southwest Florida. And oh, yeah. all, all I needed was my PC. And just like that, you were able to make a completely, for the most part, like professional quality like EDM track. And, you know, yeah, that's just, crazy. That's just testament to where we were, especially in the early days of like rhythm gaming, where, you know, you did have to have all that equipment or you did have to, you know, it wasn't yeah. as successful for like artists to make their own, you know, dance game music. music yeah, back, with a purpose. In, 
back in like when DDR came out in like 98 or whatever, you couldn't even like run on your computer a DAW that could play an entire song because computers were just not powerful enough. So you had to do things like, you know, write one track and then render it out and then, you know, mix it all together in another application. And it was, you know, it's just so much harder. Um, So I think that obviously like now is a, is a great time to do a project like this. Um, The artist thing I really, I'm sorry. Uh, One thing I, one thing I really like though about, um, going back to older uh, dance games, the musicians had a lot of like mystique to them. Like you, you know, they had this like kind of like a legendary, like far off aura where they had like all these different aliases and, you know, it was really fun to like pencil in and like keep track of the lore. And that's one thing looking at club fantastic. It kind of has that like, you know, high energy, you know, nostalgic kind of feeling when you look at the artist list as well as, you know, um, the wiki and the story we have for it. Um, it's just really mm-hmm. fun to just look at it. I think that's why a lot of people are getting excited. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. If you go to the wiki, go to the website that there's there's uh production notes for all of the songs of you know the you know background on on what inspired them and things like that. And it's very much in the style of, uh, if I'm not wrong, Roger, the like artist notes for some of the Bomani tracks that yeah, you get you get some interesting quotes out of the um definitely the, you know composers. Yeah, if you if you look up like my favorite one is. Uh, the the Yuichi and Technorch song Tokyo Shinwa, which I I don't think the song is good, but <laughs> uh, if you look on the production notes, it's uh, uh Yuichi's quote is something like, "It is said that this god will fight another god," and that's like all he says. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> it's like okay, um, and because like one one of the fun parts about this project is that we don't have to pretend that we're doing anything other than making like a fan mix of DDR or ITG you know like with with ITG they had to like be like really like legally ambiguous and be like oh we're making a brand new dance game that has absolutely nothing to do with DDR <laughs> and same thing with Step Maniacs and you know stuff like that like that but with this we we can just say yeah i kind of wanted to rip off remywiki.com on our <laughs> wiki and we're this is like an itg like fan fiction basically like this this is what this is and yeah like the, having aliases is like i i personally found it like a really good way to subvert my own ego where like if i was like going to put like my real name on something i would have like all of this like well, is this like, does this express my like innermost like artistic sensibility or whatever, or is it good enough? <laughs> instead, I, well, instead, what would Ohio Rivers do in yeah, this instance? Like Ohio Rivers, which is like the dumbest joke imaginable. Um, <laughs> like it's just it's just a made up name, like a made up name for a made up song that like is like. You know, it's for it's a made-up pretty... genre for a genre that literally does not exist. I've... Exactly, and it, that's <laughs> isn't like... it? What what what's the the title a reference to? Um, is it, it it's like some Kentucky thing or something? Isn't oh, it? If it, yeah, talking about Melody Mountain, it was um, it was actually a uh, in my hometown there was a place called Melody Mountain, and on top of Melody Mountain there was like a bluegrass uh, country music like kind of amphitheater thing and they did shows there and then like the year i graduated high school like some real estate people bought it 
and then like bulldozed the entire forest down and blew up the mountain and then put a Walmart on top of it. Sick. And it like that Walmart destroyed the mall, which I used to play DDR at. And it was just like, wow, like they really just like did that. They just like came in, came in here, destroyed the town and then like, OK, see you later. It's like so Melody Mountain is a, a, is a commentary on the uh, capitalism of uh, middle America. Yeah, a little bit. Um, but like, yeah, you can just like make stuff up. And I think that's like the, the funnest part about doing a project like this. Like Dylan's two songs are both produced under aliases. And uh, I don't even know how you came up with Can't You Bounce and Team Bounce. Do you have anything to say about that? I have absolutely nothing I can say about that. That was a set. <laughs> so, that was just, I think um, I was actually talking to um, Emma Maker because uh, we were actually both going back and forth uh, once when I like asked you if he could do uh, my art. And uh, we were just going through all the DDR names and the DDR uh, images. And we're just like, wow, this is absolutely ludicrous. And then somehow that just stuck with the name and then you know the name the title just being a question but an aggressive question uh, <laughs> an aggressive question. and then making the uh bounce uh vocal chop and everything is, so is that is that the genre of can't you bounce is aggressive question aggressive <laughs> questioning yes um I, roger put trap on there and i'm just like it, it could it's a trap song it's at some kind parts. of a trap it's song. kind of it's more of a trap song than it isn't so you know it's bounce core yeah, yeah. bounce <laughs> bounce core I mean, and and bounce man, as we've come to call him, um, is oh, yes. is it's kind of the like unofficial mascot of um, of Club Fantastic. It's it's he's awesome. Yes, um, shout out to do, MM Maker for that. Do yeah, we have that's a, great. Do we have a Discord emoji of him yet? Yeah, we have. Yes. Yeah, big okay. time. Sick. Um, so, uh, you know, I guess that covers kind of the the music aspect of this. We've talked about that a whole lot, but how about um, like I guess. I don't know if you want to talk about it, but um, are you know are are your friends just making these songs like pro bono for this project? Or are they you not know? completely? Uh, but I, I won't get too much into the details of that. But uh, I think that you can't necessarily expect people to do something that they wouldn't like. You can't expect people to like make whatever you want just because you want them to, and mm-hmm. sometimes it requires motivation. And I, I, I won't go too much further into that, we'll, but this, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, this project is nonprofit uh, and funded basically like, you know, just from the same fund that we use to make all, all the other SF Evolve stuff, which is just our own money. And it's just, you know, for the for the culture, basically, I think that love of the game. Yeah. And, you know, like I can make music for free. And other people might do the same thing. Um, some other people might not, and like maybe bigger artists or, or whatever. And, you know, it's just like whatever, whatever ends up working to make the best product we can, I think. And yeah, I think like maybe one day we'll do a Patreon or a like Kofi or something like that. But for now, I think we're, we're good to go on at least for season two, just when the way we've been doing things. Um, stepping Omid here wrote a bunch of the charts and you might have some things to say about this like what was your experience writing charts for music that was being made 
Uh, it was beautiful. I, I gotta say the, the biggest delta for me in terms of like emotion and just like experience in this whole thing was definitely like day one or two of joining the discord. Um, it was just like really, uh, night and day from like what I expected. Like I expected Roger and a bunch of his friends to like have a passion project going. And I was like thrilled that Roger, you know, Roger and I are friends. He just, he knows I make steps. He knows I'm a, he knows I'm a good player. So he just, he's pulling me in and I'm super stoked. Like I, yes, absolutely. And then I actually start listening to this music and I'm like, this is literally like, like Roger was saying earlier, like the bar is at the commercial left. Like this is not amateur shit. Like this is like really, really good music. So my mind was blown. Like, honestly, I, I, it was like, hey, I'm stoked to, like, hang out with Roger and meet some new people. Like, yeah, I'm all about that. You know, that's that's me. And then I listen and I'm just like, holy shit, everybody's just like, ah, like, insane. So, yeah, so that I just wanted to share that as like a frame of reference, because that's that, that was definitely my experience, like the first three days or so. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I think that my workflow uh, worked really well for what like was going on. It was amazing to get like remasters and like, oh hey, yo, Demo, like at Demo, I made the I made the kick louder, right? Like, um, hey, like at Telp, at Demo, the the snares in this one sound better. It's like, oh my that, god, to me, like that was such a that was such a that was such a sick experience. Like honestly, it's just like uh, as someone who. You know, I, you know, I, um, as a kid, I put a, a ton of like violin and piano, but I've not really delved into, into music since then. Um, and so it's just, it's like reinvigorated my own kind of musical energy. And like, I, I've loved playing dance games for 20 years now, but now I actively am just like getting kind of tugged into production and just like, just by being, um, near these guys. So, uh, I big, mean, big shouts to Club Fantastic for all that. I mean, yeah, the names you know uh, of some of the people who made these songs and you know potentially in the future just see a name pop up in discord you know so and so join the club fantastic discord yeah. room and i'd be like holy <laughs> shit i was like like there, oh, there's yes. one that I, was, that I was like oh my god like i i listen to your songs all the time like really excited about it so yeah, yeah um, it is kind of like fun to see you'll see a name pop up and then like i'll see you a bunch of guys mostly like the steppers be like oh my god i've been like playing your stuff forever and i'm like that's so cool you know yeah like uh and... t2 kazuya is that how you t2 kazuya yeah, yeah. That, like i i think i stepped one of his songs like 15 years ago or something like it was like one of the first sim files i made was to like a really really old song of his um and he's then, so god, good disangel he, yeah, disangel yeah. is just like absurd yeah. it's so good he like totally agree he, I, I I talked to him, and so I, I gotta I gotta also just shout out to Tito Kazuya just a little bit because he he was kind of like one of my first inspirations into making music. Um, back when like you know me and Dylan and this this sort of like crew first sort of like agglomerated on online basically around Happy Hardcore and the Porter Robinson fan club basically. Um, T2K he's like. He always made like really unique happy hardcore or hardcore style music and just like the the speed at which he was able to produce this song like I was like hey can you uh like we're 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 doing this project are are you interested in doing something he was like yeah I'll think about it I'll I'll see if I you know can cook something up and then like 
four days later, he like d- he like DMs me. He's like, "What do you think about this? Do you think this would work?" And I'm like, "It's like a full song." Are you kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? Like, you just you just did this? It would oh, take man. me like a lifetime to come up with that kind of strong song structure. So that's oh, amazing. It's just so sick. Insane. It has that, like the psytrance, like yeah. just oh my god. It's I I don't know. Is it psytrance? Kind of I guess. Kinda yeah. It kinda. Yeah. And then he like. I was like, so who who do you think's gonna do the art? He was like, yeah, I think I'll do the art. <laughs> and then like, the, like the next day, he was like, here's the art for it. I was like, what? <laughs> like, how is this possible? Omar did the same thing. Like Omar is like, yeah, okay, like I'll I'll make these two songs. I'll also make all the art for uh, <laughs> these two songs and someone else's. It's like Omar yeah. always blows my mind. That uh, he's yeah, he's, Omar Omar is just ridiculous. Just shouts to, to uh, the Omneb. Yep. But um, yeah, stand uh, right here. T2K, like, we were, like, really happy to have his song Disangel in there because it's, it's like, very, it's very music gamey and also kind of, like, not at the same time where it, it sounds more like a song that you would hear on, like, uh, like, like a, a Tokyo Rave. Yeah, that, like, <laughs> like, something like that or, like, like a Bonkers CD or something where... It's totally... It's like like just this like actual UK hardcore style music that just ex- exists in this project now. It's just like it's talking so about it. Like it's hard for me to not just be surprised the whole time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the other artists who who were involved just got to shout out everybody. Like first, got to say a rival who was one of my biggest inspirations. Like since over the past like you know fifteen years or something. He uh, started out in the chiptune scene and like I was always kind of big into the video game music community and kind of lurked in in that scene for a while. And he was doing stuff for OC Remix like in the early 2000s, just like been doing this forever. And uh, he produced a song called Wandering uh, in for Club Fantastic, Wandering VIP, which is a remix of his uh, wandering track that he did with his wife, uh, Helen and she just is, a, is an amazing vocalist. And so there was uh, this song Wandering in one of the ITG packs. I think that ITG Alex stepped. So he stepped the original Wandering. And I really loved that chart. So when I was talking to A Rival about doing this project, I was like, so what do you think about, like, you know, this Wandering thing? And he was down. And then I was like, okay, instantly I know I have to contact uh, ITG Alex to do the chart and like we didn't know each other at all but like I, I DM'd him on, on Discord I was like hey so like uh, I'm doing this thing and we have a remix of Wandering do you want to do you want to step in and he was just like are you kidding me like and, and so we that just how that happened and then he, Alex ended up doing steps for From's a song Cool Exception which is our boss song basically incredible song it's, insane it's I, absurd just it's musically it. by far the most like complex and like just like genre defying song we I have. Mean, that, that's it's... how all of Frums's music oh, yeah. is. I was not. I was. Not, I, I wasn't so even expecting Frums to go that so hard much. with his entry. And when Cool Exception happened, I'm like, oh great. <laughs> yeah, their their music is just like so good. Um, yeah. like they do they do music for w- w- the BMS thing. What's it called? K- the BMS tournament thing whatever i don't know 2dx 
stuff. Yeah, that world, which we're <laughs> we we could probably talk to Oliver a little bit about, but yeah, yeah, that yeah, all of Frums's music is just like blows genre out yeah. the window. That's crazy. Um, so yeah, it's, it's it definitely feels like one of those like really crazy sort of two DX sort of songs. Um, the genre is optimism. Yes. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and Frum um, said on on the website like in the production notes that they, you know, they usually make kind of like dark songs and they wanted to try making a, a happier one. And that's what came out. <laughs> Which oh, is and so perfect. It, <laughs> and so even the title, it's a, it's a cool exception to, to the rule of normally making dark songs. Wow. I, I don't know. Didn't is that think about that? Maybe that is. Could be. <laughs> um, we'll I, verify later. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Omid, you know, you're you're saying about like making the the steps and stuff. I, I I don't know if this ever happened like throughout the course of this, but like do do either of you guys remember like any of the step chart artists you know, hitting a point in a song where you're like, "Hey, you know, our you know, person who's also in this Discord chat, like who made this song, like I'm having trouble with this section or like this mm-hmm. isn't really working for steps. Were you able to like go back and be like, "Hey, can you like tweak this a little bit or like, you know, I think that specifically happened with Cool Exception. Um, it happened with, uh, it happened with Shoes. It happened with, yeah. It oh happened. God, we haven't even talked about Shoes. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Shoes is the meme song. So Shoes, Club Fantastic edit uh, by T Lopez, who is the Sonic Mania composer. T Lopez, he just an incredible composer. Just can't believe that he was like down to contribute a song and like it was the same sort of thing where he was like i i asked him about it and then a couple days later he was like hey would this something like this worked would something like this work and i'm like so like you just made a song that's about stepping and (laughs) shoes and it's like completely perfect for this but And, and, and the the rhythms in it are like the very popular like crazy swing 20 i mean it's it's ride the bass 2020 is what it is yeah and it's Absolutely. a it's a really good like uk garage song uk garage that's what they say garage garage um, and uh, it's kind of like a house a genre of house where there's like these vocal chops that's that's the general idea and shoes i don't know man like i think that was <laughs> that was the that was the point where i was like okay this project is like real it's like gonna go somewhere um because we have tea on board and this song is just so it's like such a unique thing that like i like i've heard uk garage music before but i've never heard it like that and i don't think anyone else has either um dylan actually ended up doing the mixing and mastering on that i i, I did it like a first pass at it but like when we say club fantastic edit um, I, I kind of never really understood the subtitles on songs and music games until uh, fairly recently. And the Club Fantastic edit part of the shoes uh, title basically refers to us taking the shoes stems that T gave us and we chopped it up, kind of like rearranged parts of it so that it would work better for a step chart. And we did things like you know, brought up the the really weird alien noises in the in the, in the drop. So awesome! And added like a like a twenty fourth, like a like a swing snare roll and stuff like that. And it's like 
the thing that he gave us originally was like almost perfect, but we we're like, okay, like we can just we can kind of just add a few things here and and make it like more suitable for this purpose. And it's just such an amazing thing to be able to do that uh, with with a song like that. It's just so so cool. Yeah. Who else I we mean, got? I mean, I, I I could keep talking, but I it, mean, a- Ash. Yeah, Ash. Um, so Ash, Ash Astral. Ash Astral um, made yeah. Under the pseudonym, <laughs> under the, the alias Ash, <laughs> which is a, an old English uh, spelling of, of the word Ash. Um, and Fooled me, that's for sure. Yeah, like, it's... I was like, Ash, why are you using your... your uh, you know, tell, tell me the, you know, why... I, I got to learn why musicians use pseudonyms, but then also, yeah, turns out it actually says Ash. <laughs> yeah, so the song, yeah is like a really sick dubstep song, which is basically perfect in every way for, for step chart and for alligator who charted the song. There was just like this, it was like the perfect synergy basically where the chart is perfect for the song, which is perfect for the, the steps. It's just like you play it. I, I personally, it's my favorite chart, the, the 11 and I, yeah, it's, it's, it's so good. It's just this, dubstep banger which just happened to manifest itself in club fantastic yeah so i i think that that was another part of the interesting thing that i kind of you know saw you know just seeing discord notifications and stuff about this of like you know when you're trying to figure out who was going to step what song you'd be like hey alex like do you want to step um you know yeah or whatever and you know alex i'm just using examples here would be like be like no like that's not really like my type of song i'll do this other one but like you know who i think would be really good for that like that that kind of song is exactly the kind of song that um you know that you know uh who else stepped stuff like justin berkowitz right yeah uh, valix like oh valix steps that kind of stuff like you should ask him if he wants to step it's it. just great um, to, to have and, yeah, that it's just like bringing people in being like i mean because like snoozer did um did the steps for shoes right yeah shoes like we to talk about that a little bit more it is probably the hardest song timing wise and it took at least four days before someone quoted it (laughs) it was just it's just really really good um and the the chart i think it took snooze a while to figure out like what the rhythms were really supposed to be um yeah there's a lot of back and forth i mean yeah i mean again i don't know much about music production but like is there a way you can like open up the actual music file and kind of see where the notes are actually supposed to fall based on i mean not not really so there there's like we talked about that a lot in our sync episode if you want to go back and listen to us talk about (laughs) sync for an hour but especially with shoes it's like you know a lot of the stuff that's in the song is swung in such a way where it's like literally moved off the grid purposely so Mm. that like, it's just not on the grid that you would have, that you would use to figure out where the note would be. And that's one way that you can accomplish swing is like you have a 16th note here and in the place where a 16th note would be, well, you move it to the left or the right a little bit. And then that's what makes swing. And with shoes like the drop like the 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 weird alien sound in the drop it's like you kind of you kind of can't quite pinpoint exactly where it's supposed to be so the notes that are there are like 
approximations, really good approximations, but it, it's pretty interesting, I think. It's the euphoria or uh, utopia effect. Yeah, definitely. Who else we got? We got <laughs> Megasphere. And oh, I can't that believe it. That song's in my top three. That song's in my top three. Roadman, just, it's this like hard style like rap song like it's, it's just, amazing that song had to have blown me away the most when i heard it because um like megasphere like, i hadn't met them before this i thought they were just doing um the steps and it's like oh yeah let's let them contribute a song too and then they contribute like the most craziest hard style hip-hop hybrid <laughs> you could have possibly imagined i just couldn't it's, believe I, it i i love how it, it it also kind of like inverts the formula of like a lot of songs are like 16ths and then there'll be a section of triplets of like 12ths in 24ths whereas roadman like flips that where the entire song is is triplets and then there's a short section like towards the end of of 16ths and it just like kind of inverts the formula which is like really interesting so cool it's just so unexpected that you're like oh okay like this is gonna be all 12th notes and then all of a sudden out of nowhere it just like shifts insanely so um yeah that that's a banger so as sick well. and megasphere um, also designed like custom note skins for the project and one of the notes yeah. the the cf chrome and cf vibrant which are just insanely good note skins and uh, i those look like the best note skins i've seen just going through like most of them i've i'm just using them now because yeah i mean we package it together in, in the in the in the installer and the note skin is part of the logo and the logo was done by uh a dude i know from the bay area indie electronic music scene uh who's a designer uh named ricky at ricky on twitter if you want to check out his stuff like if you want a designer to design you some cool stuff go get ricky to do it it's just uh once we had the um the note skid from megasphere and we knew what the era was going to look like we were like okay like the original concept was something like we're going to do something that is very similar to the In the Groove logo, except it'll be like a neon sign for a club. And that's that was the idea. And we're, we're just really happy with the way that, that turned out. And Megasphere is like basically responsible for the, the original idea there. Um, Super sick. Super cool dude, too. I, I, feel, I feel really lucky to have met all of you. Um, but like... Yeah, it's just I, like I love just meeting so many multi-talented people. Like yeah, uh, how? more more people like Omar. Uh, just, just love just everything. love meeting y'all. Like yeah. how how do these people exist? Where like Megasphere could like he can design note skins in Blender. He yeah. can like he can also that song is fire, dude. Can make, he, can make like trap hard style and beat like Doom eternal on like the ultimate level without dying the deathless yeah <laughs> no i think i what, just saw uh, that too i think what sell it for me was when he posted his um uh gameplay of step mania with the fight stick and i'm just like you're kidding me <laughs> oh crazy. yeah yeah he made some like weird mods mods file for specifically designed for playing with a fight stick which is ridiculous um so, I just wanted to. I, I want to. I want to follow up. Sorry, Dalton. I want to follow up on one one thing. Just like, um, I think one of the coolest. Since we're just kind of doing a uh, post mortem me type of thing, um, one of the coolest parts of this project is that everybody seems to be like a fan of each other, and there that creates like a really amazing culture. And it's like a very. I think it's a very rare culture. Like, um, 
Like, I just started a new job. It seems sick. You know, there's, like, under 300 people. It's pretty, it seems pretty intimate. It's, like, pretty easy to, like, fit in and just, like, feel like you belong really quickly. Um, but, I, but I can't, you know, I, I don't, it's at work, it's harder to tell, like, the quality of, of how, you know, all the things that make up a person. In this, in this respect, it's, like, there's, like, some people making art, some people making music, some people making steps, and, and it's, like, a very like obvious circle and like everybody just kind of is like interested in the what the other person's doing and it's just sick it's just like a really yeah, unique atmosphere people are posting something then everyone else is like oh my god that's so sick and then like you know like someone else sees it and they're like dude that's i can't believe i, did, I, I hadn't seen that before it's so sick it's just like constant yeah. constant it's all positive, sick, sick, sick. yeah positive sick, reinforcement <laughs> yeah um, one i mean thing I, go on sorry i was just gonna say there's like you know, in the dis- the Discord, the project planning Discord, there's like multiple channels for like the general chat and the programming chat and the product like music production chat. But like that kind of got abandoned or like didn't really get <laughs> adhered to. So like pe- people, you know, I I had no reason to go into the production channel really because I had nothing to do with the music production. But like sometimes music production stuff would be happening in the general channel, and I would just like somebody would drop like a oh this is the latest version of the song I'm working on, and it'd just be like. This is amazing. Banger. You, you, yeah. banger. You, give, you, you know, give, give feedback in, in real time and um yeah, and just kind of get to see the whole process. It's very cool. So so good. And I the power of like a bunch of people coming together to make something that like the entire purpose of it is to be a free thing for people to to like. And like that's like I think that just the dynamic there is like a lot different from like, okay, let's make a product to sell or, oh, yeah. you know, like let's make something to achieve this like, like selfish goal. Like I think that when, when everyone who's involved knows that it's just like completely about making people happy, then that's, it's just, that's, that's the kind of energy that I, I want to keep being a part of. And I'm, I, can't wait to keep doing other stuff with this project and it's kind of all i think about now which is great um, <laughs> um i want to go ahead yeah two things i could really uh, add to that so one thing i really liked as like an artist contributing is um one there was that kind of like symbiotic relationship between like the step the step artists and you know like me talking to like maker when we were working on can't you bounce like i contribute like part of that song to him because he was also giving me feedback on things I could do um, and ideas for like, you know, the art, which is, you know, as much as an importance as uh, the song, the symbiotic between relationship between like the uh, steppers and the music producers uh, trying to get like the best possible like product for each other. And also yeah. um, kind of just like seeing everything that's like really cool posts in the chat all the time. Uh, I'd log in and I'd see, you know, like I'd see an artist, somebody, you know, like this morning, somebody posted a really cool song and I'm just like, dude, I'm like gonna sit on my computer all day and just go to work, man. Yeah, because <laughs> it just got me so excited to you know continue making stuff. And um, it's on so your good. La- and on your last point too, um, the I think the main reason, truthfully, that a lot of people are really on board for this um, uh, project. One, it's a very selfless project, and two, um, just having been a part of like several different you know communities, accessibility is always like one of the hardest things to achieve, and it's often you know put on the side and seeing club fantastic perfect time for it to come out with uh you know the twitch dmca thing happening obviously mm-hmm. so legally unencumbered music a really accessible build that i can send to any of my friends i have like multiple people who've already downloaded and installed it and are loving it um yeah 
it's just really, you know, it's nice and it's really progressive and it's definitely, you know, people who really like DDR, I can imagine them really getting on board with this, like season after season after season, um, the more we improve. Yeah, Roger, did you want did you want to hit on that really quick about the like sort of package the the package deal you got yeah, here? Yeah, so like it kind of occurred to me after a while that, you know, the the genesis of this project was I was helping a friend set up uh their Step Maniacs setup. And like they're they're like a dance game like they used to be into dance games like 10 years ago or whatever, but like you know, ha- weren't really in the ITG scene or anything and like had been out of the game for a long time. And I was like, okay, like how do we get this set up? And basically like it, uh, each step that we went through to get things set up, it like just gave me these ideas where I was like, okay, like when they, when I was like, Hey, just d- go download step mania. And they went to download step mania and it was the step mania, like the Stepmania 5 version that exists on the website, which is not the one that people are using for ITG. And I was like, okay, like, no, don't download that one. Download this one from this GitHub URL that I'm going to give you that you could have never possibly found on your own unless you know everything about this community. And then they're like, okay, that, that sounds good. And I was like, yeah, do you have it working? And they're like, yeah, I have it working, but where do you get songs? And I'm like, okay, well, you can go to itgpacks.com and download like the it the packs of itg songs. And they're like, well, like, what do I, how do I know what's good? And I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, I can send you a list of things that I like, but otherwise, you're just gonna have to download a bunch of stuff and like try it out. And, and then also, like, some packs don't have full difficulty. Yeah, exactly. Some, and it's like, oh, packs... well, I downloaded this pack of these, you know, these songs, but it's they all say 22 on it, and like, <laughs> I can't do it. It's like, well, okay. Um, so there was, there was that and, you know, people, most, most competitive players use simply love, which is the dominant theme that everybody uses in the ITG scene and installing a new theme on top of the step mania that you got off GitHub, uh, is like, it's just kind of a, like, it's, it's a lot of stuff to do. And, and then note, note skins and to, yeah, finding note skins, the, the note skins that come with step mania five are like, they're I mean, people worked really hard on them, but I like no one in the in the ITG scene uses them. Um, so you got to find those. Like, there's so many of these steps, and I was in my head, I was just like, "There's just got to be a better way," you know. And the better way is why not just have one button that you press, and then everything works, right? Like that's how every other game is. And... I mean, even even when I was setting up my Step Maniacs, like I got a Step Maniacs pad. I don't know, did I have it last time we talked? I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> and uh or the last time we did an episode rather. Um but like I you know, I've been playing dance games and Step Mania for like 20 years and I was getting super frustrated because I kept getting Step Mania errors whenever, you know, at first trying to load it up I'd get an error, I'd put, try and put the theme in, I'd get some error and I was like missing a .dll that <laughs> wasn't in there and should have been in there and then I had to like <laughs> search for install like microsoft visual studio going back to like 2013 or something like and it's just like a pain so like and then roger literally just goes here use this like sends me a zip of his Stepmania package and i install it and it works immediately and it's just like oh okay cool thanks <laughs> yeah and that's like the goal here was first off like the number one goal is to make 
songs, songs and, and steps. But the secondary goal, which I think the secondary goal might actually end up being the most important one, which is making a package that people can download to instantly play dance games on their computer, whether they have a keyboard or whether they have a pad or whatever. And there's like no real easy way to do that now. And now there is. So that's great. Um, and I, you know, this, this could go in a lot of different directions. Like we, we took simply love. And one thing that I, I really wanted to do with this whole project is to credit everyone involved. And I have to make a huge effort to acknowledge quietly turning who wrote the SM five version of simply love and has put an insane amount of energy and, and effort into making it. And that's the thing everyone uses. So that's the thing that we had to use. And luckily it's open source and we, we took it and, you know, I, I changed a few things about it that I personally wanted to be different and they're just personal choices. They don't happen to be like, the right way of doing things or whatever, but you know, it's, it's only possible for us to do that because people are sharing their work with the community and saying, Hey, like go, go build on it. Um, but yeah, that we have simply love in there and we have like some alterations to that. Uh, just, you know, making things a tiny bit more user-friendly. We changed the FA plus, which is the fantastic attack plus setting from the 12.5 millisecond timing windows to the new 15 millisecond timing windows that most people are using in the competitive scene right now. And like having the freedom of like, just being able to be like, okay, well, we're just going to see what the community is doing and put this into a thing that everyone can just easily access. I think there's a lot of value in that and getting everybody kind of synchronized around like the same sort of stuff. And like I remember specifically with the timing window thing, like with the FA plus thing, like I love really small timing windows because I am a psycho who loves timing. And that's like the only thing I really care about with dance games. And so I love the, the 12.5 millisecond one. And when, uh, Omid and everybody started posting scores on the new 15 millisecond setting for ECFA seven, I was like, ah, I kind of don't like this. I just, I don't really like this. I, I wish they wouldn't do it. But one thing that was great about this whole project for me, and I probably should have mentioned this earlier, is like, I kind of wasn't really the biggest fan of ITG or ITG culture, really, the whole time I've been playing dance games. And I've always kind of had this like really weird vendetta against it, uh, mostly because I was a Konami fanboy, like growing up. And I think Club Fantastic, the whole thing has been a sort of like emotional exercise for me in the sense that I was like, okay, like this is not going to be about me. This is going to be about making everyone like making something good for the people who are already playing at home right now and those people are playing itg stuff so like what can i do to get my mindset like in the zone of like what if i like really loved itg and like what what would i do if i like loved itg as much as i love ddr and 
like that was like my my kind of guiding principle throughout the whole thing where it's like okay like maybe i don't like brackets in songs but that's what people are doing so we have to we have to put the brackets in there or maybe i don't like the 15 millisecond thing because that's not what i want but that's what the itg community is doing so we have to do it maybe i don't like simply love but you know and like having like those experiences like over and over and over again like deciding to do something that is what like everyone else wants rather than what i want i think was like a really humbling and like powerful thing to to engage in i think that if there's anything i've learned throughout the whole project it's it's that it's like if if you think that you don't like something it's possible for you to look at it in another way and be like okay like what would the me be like who likes this thing and how how can i like become more like that um and i think like i kind of tried to sort of like output that in the the last song that i made for this project which is fantastic world like i kind of wrote a like a really happy song about itg and like put all like the itg sound effects and stuff in it and like it was like it was like my soul was being cleansed or something where i was like okay like you know like what if like i really just love kyle ward and like respect everything that all these people have been doing for the past you know 15 years making this stuff for all the dance game people to like like what if i just like went all in on it and yeah that's that's what i have to say about that basically yeah i i i, I wanted to bring up i mean uh, thanks for the. Uh, I'll send you my uh, therapist bill later. For, you know. <laughs> but um, uh, if, with with Fantastic World, like, e- like even the art for it, uh, did, did you commission somebody yeah. for that? So, like, the idea I had for the song was like, you know, like what what if like there was like a video game that was like, you know, like a like. What would like the video game world of like dance games be like? And I was like, okay, the, the, like like the, the Mario version of in the groove. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, I found a guy who was like did a ton of Mario fan art, and I was like, okay, can, what do you think about this idea? And he was like, I sounds great, and it just turned out perfectly. Yeah, I mean, there's so many like um easter eggs or i guess or like little homages in in the artwork for it like it's in the itg font yeah uh the fantastic world um I, you pointed out the rainbow i won't spoil it but people should just go look at the rainbow in the background <laughs> of of the uh the art for fantastic world even the name fantastic world you know it's playing off the fanta- it's it's like the theme song of club fantastic you used I, it in the trailer itg and... people really love to say the word fantastic that's like <laughs> like when when i was trying to Ain't decide the truth when i was trying to decide a name on the pro- for the project i was like i think that was the first moment where i was like everyone just uses the same word for everything it's like east coast fantastic attack it's like you know we have like Eurobeat is fantastic. It's like, come on! Like, can't you just be more creative or whatever? I was like, no. Like, like there's like a reason that people are doing this. It's because like, you know, fantastic is like a word that means something that like has character and like in a way that the same way for for DDR where like marvelous is like a it's like an interesting word. Perfect. Eh, we all know what perfect means. That's that's fine. Like it means it's it's like as good as it gets. But like what what 
what the fuck is marvelous? Like, what does that mean? <laughs> and how is and how is marvelous better than yeah, perfect? How, and then the same thing goes with fantastic. We're just like obviously like ITG is marvelous. Like, you know, it's it like has like a character to it, and I think that yeah, it kind of just solidified the goal for me, which was like okay, like this is this is just an ITG fan project. We're not. I'm I at no point in like the text of you read the website. I don't like, I, I just, I, I didn't want to use the term post ITG because people just say ITG. Like they don't say, Oh, I'm going to go play step mania five on my step maniacs pad. They say, I'm going to go play ITG, even though yeah. it doesn't exist anymore necessarily, but it does. And like, like why not instead of like pretend that it's not there, just embrace, embrace it, it and be like, this is just what this is. Yeah, and so there's there's a, a couple um, musical Easter eggs as well in the song, a couple samples. Um, yeah, just listen the, for it. Yeah, there's 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 some good ones in there. Um, well, I think I mean I think we should probably try and wrap up. Yeah, pretty soon here. I, but I, uh, I do have to to shout out the the rest of the artists that we didn't mention. Um, I have to say, really super proud of my friend Zymus for releasing. Oceania 909, oh, which is amazing our, song, which is That's our so trance good. song. It's like a, I, I really wanted us to have like a stamina song. And like, I was playing a ton of trance music or on ITG for a while. And Zymus, he's just insanely good producer who like never really released anything in public. And I was just so excited for him to, to, to like push through and do it. He made the longest song at like four minutes and 24 seconds. Uh, then, the longest song in the project. It's a stamina song. It's just so good. So good. You, well, you, you know what's friends. funny about that? Actually, I have some friends who are like secret, like Zymus, like super fans from all his old, uh, like, you know, tracker uh, songs that he used to do. Yeah, and uh, I retweeted it and I got like a few messages from people saying like, Zymus made a song for this. <laughs> so cool. I'm just like, yeah, man. He's like, it's Ocean. And this sounds good. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's like, a, it's like a classic trance song. You listen to it. You're like, this could have came out in like 1999. Oh yeah. And it's like a classic trance song with all of the, you know, bells and whistles in like 2020. It's amazing. And so, uh, yeah. controller, uh, this dude I know from Twitter, um, he just like the song backup, which is, uh, basically our like poppiest song. I think, um, it's kind of like in, inspired bit by perfume and uh sort of like the carry pamu pamu kind of stuff and he's just like such a professional guy like I, I i talked to him i was like hey do you want to make a song for this he was like yeah what are you thinking you you what kind of what kind of music do you want i was like oh it's something that's like poppy and sounds like this other stuff that you make he was like okay i'll, I'll do it and like he this is another situation where he like just did it in like a week. It's like, okay. Um, I talked to my friend Hetty and she recorded some vocals for me and we just made a song. It's like, God, how do these people do this? Like it took me like 80, 80 million years to make one song. And like these people do it in like a week. And the, the, the guy who did the art for backup, like also just got to say, like, I was like, Hey, me and me and controller were in a, in a DM group with him. We're like, what do you think about this this idea for this art? He was like, "Okay, I'll do it." The next day, he had it done. Oh and it's my so god! Good. I was like, "Wow!" Like this is like exactly what you want to happen when you're making <laughs> stuff with people. It's like, it's like, okay, 
He just perfectly understood exactly what controller wanted, made it, and it exceeded our expectations. Just hey, so man, I gotta say though, with Fantastic World, you basically like pumped that out within a week. That's if you true. think about it. Yeah, you like, went from seeing that song from like Inception to uh, being finished was it, just amazing. It, it was like it was it was a little stressful. My girlfriend was just like, "Can you stop listening oh, yeah. to this song?" <laughs> But you know, like eventually it got done. Um, is there anyone else we didn't mention? Like I, I we we talked about everybody who was involved. I think um, at, at least uh, from the music perspective. Yeah, and, but I mean, I mean, there was there's other step chart people involved. Uh, Renatalis did a chart. Telperion um, did some of the doubles charts, and I think one of the singles ones, maybe. Yeah. Um, and we had uh, Freya step. Um, Bossy, right? Yeah, Bossy. Freya Step Bossy because she's famous for her K-pop packs. Nice. We had uh, for Alligator, probably for yeah. Uh, ben arguably Pai. the current best charter because of back-to-back technical showcase wins. Ooh, Damn. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So hopefully, um, and oh, and T Swag did the doubles. Um, yeah, we didn't even mention double, but we have double charts for double expert charts for every song. Each song yeah. and. That's like not, I mean, it's kind of, it kind of happens sometimes, but we like really wanted to at least hit the expert note on that. And yeah, T-Swag did, did a chart. Uh, Sudsy did a chart. Telperion did. Telperion did so much. Like I, I, I have to say that like Telperion, Oliver, like basically project managed this whole thing without being asked to do really any of it. Like, I was like, hey, do you want to make a chart for this? He was like, okay. But then he ended up basically, like, you know, doing at, at least had, had a hand in almost every single aspect of every song, which is just crazy. Um, he did the yeah. art for Roadman. Like, so so many of us did did art for, for stuff. Like, I don't know. It's just just crazy. Like, everyone is so good. If if you need to hire people to do art, I would really recommend looking through the Club Fantastic uh, songs and credits for just like look them up and just contact and be like, hey, I saw you did this. Do you want to do art for me? Um, seems like a great plan. And M-Maker, what's amazing with Oliver though, like wasn't he? Weren't they working on a bunch of other projects at the same time? Yeah, Oliver was. Oliver was also was doing the, the writing technical a song. showcase for stuff. And... Yeah, writing writing stuff for technical showcase, the ITG step project. Uh, Oliver also wrote a song for a BMS project. Like at the same time, like I, I don't even know how that's possible, but right? yeah, yeah he, blo- he always blows my mind. Yeah, I mean it's yeah, just so many very very talented people all coming together, um, which is why I did not do anything for this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, you can't see in season two. Yeah, I'll, 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 I already have a, a, a skeleton for the, the chart I'm working on um, in, in my mind. I've been listening to it quite a bit, so I'm excited uh, for that. I, I'll, I'll spoil it, that it's another um, omnib banger of a song. Yeah, it's great. Um, Wait, Dylan, are we going to ship the one that... The, the, Which VIP, one? The VIP, the VIP 
Are we shipping that? No, no, God, no. <laughs> uh, it would be funny to get like an actual serious like interpretation of that. But when I say I made it in seventeen right. minutes, I made it in seventeen minutes. <laughs> so the chart took me like two hours. Damn. <laughs> took took like yeah magnitude longer than. Yeah, Roger's just like, can somebody chart this? And you're like, I'm on it. Two hours later, here you go. Here's a video. Yeah. Uh. So I, I think we we should wrap it up a little bit, but I I do want to say a couple more things. Um and. The, the most important thing is that, like, we obviously, we did this so that everyone can have cool stuff to play. And if you have any feedback on how we can do things better or, you know, ideas that you might have or artists that you might think might work or, you know, anything, just let us know at SF Evolved on Twitter or just, you know, message me on Twitter or whatever. It's, it's like, we want to hear what everyone thinks about it. Like, if you like it, if you don't like it, I mean, if you if there's something you don't like about it, but you like everything else, feel free to talk to us. If you don't like it at all, just don't talk to me. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. Uh, but uh, yeah, you probably. I think I think there's something for everyone. Like I, I was going to mention this earlier too, but I I think you know you did a really good job of like having a lot of different genres of music. I think that even in in the spreadsheet that there's like you had the genre listed and the BPM because you didn't want like all the songs to be the same BPM. Yeah. So like there's something that's 195, there's something that's 138, there's something that's like 117 that, you know, it, it span, you know, everything like feels a little bit different that nothing is too like samey. Yeah. Um, and same thing with the charts is that like, there are some kind of straightforward charts, like the chart for wandering VIP is like pretty straightforward. And then there's like really technical stuff. Um, then there's like. Meads chart for six million, which <laughs> that doesn't fall under the technical. <laughs> it just it, it is beyond technical. I don't know uh, how yeah. many people I've seen stream it and get to that the uh, drop, and they just immediately fail. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, what no, is I, this? <laughs> well, I, obviously, I, I like laugh whenever I watch the trailer, and then that's that's the section that was shown. I honestly like probably shouldn't have shown that in the trailer. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, it's I <laughs> no, think I'm it's worth I think it's worth it just to just just to sort of be like what is that you know yeah um, how do i do that i also want to say that like during the course of this project it really kind of taught me that i can kind of do anything in the anything i want you know like uh it, it's been about six years since i started learning how to make music and six years sounds like it's a long time and it kind of was but went from having zero skill at making a song and now I can make a song. And so if you want to make music, I, I would recommend, and I, I'm, I'm assuming Dylan would agree with me that if you start now, pretty soon you'll start making things that you like. Absolutely. And then yeah. it'll take you six years to release anything publicly. Yeah. It doesn't have to take yes. that long, but <laughs> you can do it. And you know, like just anything is possible. Hopefully other people will do this exact same thing that we did and make original song packs. That is the goal here. Like we want other people to do the exact same thing. So we all have more stuff to, to play. Um, does anyone else have anything else to say? I'm, I'm just stoked to be like, I'm stoked to see it in other people's streams. I I've been hopping around with all you guys and it's been amazing to see, yeah, it's, just it's, it's, see people play it. It's been really cool to, to, you know, see everyone, streaming it and just enjoying it or talking about it on Twitter or in, you know, different discord channels and things like that. Um, and just even, like seeing the reactions, like watching Twitch VODs and seeing the chat, the chat reactions and stuff is really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, 
give it a play, post screenshots. Yeah. Um, just re- yeah, we're, we're very proud of it. Um, the the moment I saw the moment I played my own song with Steps by Ben Madsen, uh, who was like <laughs> one of my oldest DDR friends. It was just like a very magical moment. Like I I just can't can't begin to describe how cool that was for me and like hopefully everyone else thinks it's cool too um again are, you can are you gonna are you gonna are you gonna step a song next season hopefully um i i think i can do it i think i can do it um yeah at least a hard chart or something like that and if you want to download the stuff again it's at clubfantastic.dance and contact us on twitter at, at sf evolved or sf underscore evolved We'll we have some updates coming. We're gonna re-rate some songs that we thought were too hard. We just added the Quint star for getting uh 100% blue fantastics for FA plus mode, and some really cool stuffs coming down down the road for season two. So just please you know st- like stay engaged with the project. Hopefully you'll find something you like. Q1 2021 for season two. Yeah. All right. Hopefully. Hopefully. We'll see. We'll we'll see you. We'll meet you in the club. Yeah. Yeah. See you in the club. Yeah.